What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Case and Pun podcast. Uh, today, our everybody, um, I'm not good at the openers, Keish is, but uh, Keish is here, Aiden's here, uh, Brady's here, and I'm also here. I have the starter today. Um, and uh, mine's a little bit controversial, maybe not too much. It, it'll be a really quick opener if everybody agrees. Be careful. Um, um, it's about sports. Get... About oh. sports. About sports. Uh, still, um, I wouldn't guys, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, ask you about you guys about social or geographical uh problems, but uh Yes, the opener today, read. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> geopolitical uh deep reasoning questions. Yes. Um but the, the opener today is I don't believe in uh or there's no such thing as in inherent talent. Um and so you can try to prove me wrong. And I've actually talk to myself in and out of this um this statement before like just thinking about it um so i've seen points from both sides but i don't actually think there's anything as inherent talent and so when somebody says you know that person's really talented i don't like their talent isn't a thing i mean so, sort of my reasoning for that and i'll talk about it for a sec is from a from a, a genetics point of view there's no such thing as the gene talent or the talent gene I don't think you're born extremely talented at something. Um, talent is really just a social construct or something that we apply to somebody that's really good at something. Um, so like when someone, let's say when Sidney Crosby's really good at hockey, we say, oh, he's talented because he's talented at hockey. But is talent an actual thing? I don't know. Um, the other point I had too is that a lot of times like when someone's really good at something, they started when they're young and they were like mediocre and a slightly better than the rest. Um, or they loved it a lot. And so, like, let's say their parents bought them the best equipment. So that made them just a little bit better. And then everybody who was bad at the sport quit and they continued to be better. So they were already better than everybody else. And then it just builds on top of each other. And then all of a sudden they're in the NHL. So I don't know if I, I believe in anything called inherent talent. What do you guys think? I, I So I have, I, have a, I have a question to start this off. Obviously, I, I have to throw my input in. Um, is talent different from skill then like if we're gonna just toss those two words are you gonna say talent and skill are synonymous or no um i think so my th there's things that are skills in life you can have skills like skills are real like you can have competency skills you could be skilled at, at like typing let's say yeah um i don't think that's talent i don't think you're born a good typist you know what so, i mean like so, there's no so talent What's the difference between talent and skill then? Because you, like, you you craft your skills. So are you yeah. are you saying like like are, born, essentially like born some, with talent? Like you're born with talent and you you develop skills. Is that the distinction yeah. that we're using here? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's what I would say because everybody always says you know Connor McDavid is is the most talented hockey player in several decades. Well, like what does that mean? It just means like he's better at hockey, but like what's actually talent? So the, I I would argue okay so my my I'll argue against you here Ryan there are some people if if we just want to talk about purely sports there are some people that are born genetically more athletic than others right okay so I agree there, with that there's like uh for example like um uh let, let's let's talk about something that just came to mind is Patrick Mahomes he's like double jointed in his knee right so like when his when he like shattered his knee, he was back in three weeks because he was double jointed in his knee. So that's just one example of like him being able to stay on the field, and he's more, uh, like he's built 
to withstand those hits like more so than somebody that was not double jointed and couldn't like come back from that knee injury so quickly that's just like one example of like somebody being built like for a sport there's people that are like genetically i would more counter I, I i would counter with saying that him having double being double jointed in his knees does not make him a better thrower of the football i don't think i don't think player i don't think everybody that has double jointed knees would be a good football player I like, don't. I would disagree with that. No, but him being born with that, it helps him. It's my turn. But that, I, that's I, not I, that's I, not being that. talented. That's not a talent, though. That's but that's What's what I was going to say. That's not that's not a talent. That's like a physical. That's like a physical advantage. <laughs> Probability. You know what I mean? Like, but how is that not being, talent? Being tall isn't talent. No, but like, yeah, it's like the similar being tall. If you're, if you're, like, if, if you're physical, like, it's like, a physical advantage. But if you, so, so, I mean, I'm my straight, my, out, of, straight out of the womb, right? Sure. Like, you know what? Let's let's take golf for example, okay? Because in in our friend group, I'm one of the last people to pick up golf, okay? Because like, if you look at Caleb, Nick, Mitch, they all picked up golf way before me. No offense to you guys, I I shoot better than them. Okay. Right. It's. Like, is that, it's not because I played more. So in terms of, like, development, they played way more than me. Sure. They played for years. So where does that come from that I'm just, uh, uh, sorry, Caleb, you can say what you want, but that I'm just better. For example, like, let's just use golf. I'm not saying that I'm necessarily better than all of them. But the fact that I shoot better regularly, where does that come from? Because they've, they've played for longer than me. Which means they've had the ability also, to work on the game. They've learned longer. But so would, where 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 does that come from? Where it's different that I just worked on it versus like the talent. Well, but that's that's what I'm saying. Do you think they worked on it half as much as you did? Because... I've only I've only worked on golf for two years. But you probably cared about it. But like what the, I'm the, saying the quality... in those in those two years, you probably put in a lot of more qual. Like if if what you're saying is true, which I mean, I'm I'm just not going to speak to it like whether but i'm taking your example purely as you're telling it in these two years because i'm just putting it golf is and we can we can argue back and forth on this golf the technique and the mental state of golf is far more important than your physical capable like capabilities yes you don't have to be the strongest but what i'm saying is if you work on your technique and you work on your mental like everything that goes into those things in those two years if you take that a lot more seriously and work on that and craft that of course you're going to be better than them okay but if you look at like i'm just saying look at like the nfl look at football and these two examples and josh gordon is Mm -hmm. one guy that pops into my mind instantly I'm not saying he wasn't a hard worker, but he didn't really give, like, I don't know. Th- would you say he was one of the hardest workers out there? Never, Probably honestly, not. Honestly, the only thing I ever heard about him was the drug stuff. But he was like, but that's think, the thing. I think he he was so hard, naturally gifted to the point where it's like, and maybe he did work his ass off. But the fact that he was suspended for more time than he played and NFL teams were still lining up to sign him, like, that's, like, pretty crazy. And then in college, like, Johnny Manziel is another guy that comes to mind. Yeah, he was not successful in the NFL, but in college, the guy is on record for not giving a fuck. Like, he didn't give a shit. 
but you can still so be- then so then you're arguing the talent is a thing i i would say like i'm not saying you didn't work hard but at what point like what is talent like that's my question like we're saying is talent being the best th- of the we're best? saying so like, so like no it's something your god given ability yeah, is okay talent. so fair but like manzel wasn't born i think to do i think you do that. have to have some talent. i agree you have to have some level of talent not I think, I think everyone work that comes out of the womb oh, can... i i i think uh, well i mean there's the there's the saying hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard right like, manzel definitely you're... worked his ass off to get to that point and then i don't yeah but i'm still saying i'm still saying some people are just born more naturally gifted at things or Look at look at look at, look at, look at Siakam learned to play basketball in high school. He didn't even know what basketball was. Same thing, same thing with um uh or like Chris Hogan. He's playing lacrosse and bam NFL. Oh, well, Chris, but you Chris look Hogan at like crossbar. But there's so many guys in the NFL that picked up football in college. Yeah. Uh, Antonio and Gates like, picked up football in college. Became the what top Tony tight end of Tony Gonzalez did too. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, I didn't but know that. Do you know how easy a lot like if you're top in sports. Do you know how easy it is to transfer them to other places? But that's got to be talent because they never worked on football there, growing up. There are people the that are, shit, but there are people it's that are considered naturally gifted athletes for that reason because yeah. they can just go and like they they work hard in one sport. But look, look at but what, then you like, put them in another sport and it's like this but, guy looks but, like he was meant to play this. Hold sport. on, I, I actually I have a, I have a question for Brady. You were like in your age group, right? When you were swimming growing up, you were always one of the better kids, correct? Yeah. yeah. So there was kids that you swam with that spent that were introduced to swimming at the same time as you, that were put through the same coaches as you, and you were still better than them. So what explains that skill gap? Yes, it it, it it really comes down to your personal work ethic and how much you're putting into it. Because when you break it down on the micro level, it it, it yeah, like you might swim for the same hours. Let's yeah. Say. Um, but it is night and day like the most farthest different things that you can get same with every sport in the world like everyone is practicing differently doing different things at home sleeping differently managing their time differently just eating. ask james winston it's yeah it's every single thing and some people have it easier some people have it harder i don't think it's just like a a god-given like extra like but, chromosome you have but um i th- i think it just comes well, down just to, to like i, I was I was trying to listen to this conversation because like I want somebody to change my mind because I've I've sort of worked myself in and out of it. But if so, Google says that talent or what we call talent is natural aptitude or skill. So natural being naturally skilled at something. I I just don't know if I believe that if we talking about Michael Phelps and swimming, I think that. As he has, I think swimmers in general, especially butterfly swimmers, don't they have extremely like long arms or body proportions? I think they have really long arms or yeah, really long torsos. But that's, that's, but that's not that's he wasn't born. About. He wasn't born talented at swimming. I think that he found out that he has really long arms and he naturally gravitated to swimming because that's what he'd be, he'd be good at. I also like. I don't know if you're. T- he has no swimming gene. He wasn't. Okay. There's like no gene he was born with that's called swimming, and you're good no, at it, or you have. No, a you're right. So, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to like avoid talking about like, um, bull bull being born at seven foot three, right? Because that's that's physical. Like you were born like that, but that's not what we're talking about. Because like that's not talent. That's not skill. That's yeah. Just, so that's that is just your stature, right? Yeah. What I want to talk to you about because you made the point of like work ethic. Almost. I, I sorry, not almost every single sport has mental capacity 
as one of the most important things on the planet. You look at golf, like like Aiden said, golf is one of the, like, you don't need to be the biggest guy. Like, you look at Rory McIlroy, he's driving the ball 330 yards. It is all about technique and finesse in the mental game. Yeah. The mental game has to be considered in talent. There's no way it's not. I'm reading a book on psychology right now. It's, uh, a, it's a skill, though. It's I, I but there's there's can, a difference. You can change it and work on. You it. absolutely can. But I think some people are just going to be born mentally stronger. Uh, the, like th this book that I'm reading, it talks. It's it's a golf psychology book. It's talking about like like swing thoughts and like what you should be doing. And it's like from the 90s. It's a little bit outdated, but this guy, Dr. Bob Rotelli, is a world-renowned sports psychologist, specializes in golf. Um. And he's talking about like confidence and, and and that kind of thing and like what you're thinking about on tees. So there's this there's this guy that uh, um, he any time that he birdied the first hole in a tournament, he like had a way higher winning percentage of that tournament than if he like bogeyed it because his entire 72 holes of golf, three days or four days of golf was all hinged upon the first hole of golf that he played in the tournament. Okay, and then over time, like that deteriorated. So whenever he'd bogey he would be out of the tournament. He'd be, like, in a bag. So, there's some people, like, that, like, and he needed coaching to get that strength back up, right? And so that is, like, refining your skills. But at some point, he was born with a better mental capacity than any of us that aren't on the tour that that t hit one bad shot, and that's all we can think about for the rest of the round. That, that would be something where I'd be like, that gets into the nature versus nurture type deal. That's what because I was saying. That's definitely, that's, that's definitely but like, and I'm not The but mental like, capacity of... The mental capacity of sports has to be considered in in talent. But what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at, I'm and why why I'm starting to understand why Ryan wrestles the, with this question so much is like, no, I I'm now starting to think like, no, I don't think there is anything like natural born talent because, yeah, if there's no way you could ever find this out, but the best way I could compare it is if you put. A guy like me who doesn't care, and then a guy like Babe Ruth who like, like Babe Ruth is put against plumbers in the. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think? Do you think that Babe Ruth was out there training and like? Didn't practice back then. But but that's what I'm saying. Like there wasn't he's really drinking. any practicing or they they were drinking, they were smoking, they smoke on the bench and like. But I'm just saying like. Put it back to a time because if you take sports now, it's kind of stupid when you think about it. Because if you don't train, if you don't perfect, literally perfect your craft, there's no comparable because you're not making it. If if you're not like perfect at what you do, you're not making it to the big leagues. That's that's just the way yeah, it is. Of course. There's like a handful of people that make it there. So technically, like no, you can't just get there based off God-given talent. No, absolutely not, and I never said that. Off. No, 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 I'm not, like, this isn't an argument to you. This yeah. is, like, my general thought process. Like, no, there, technically, if you think about it, like, there is no, because once you find out you're good at something, it's like, if you genuinely think you have a shot of going anywhere with it, which most kids do from a very young age, and that's just the way things are now. If you're, especially with hockey, you, like, if your parents think you're good enough to do something with, like, they're like, oh, our kid loves hockey. He's good at it. Maybe we should start thinking about, like, the future because well, it's opportunity. scouts are looking at you when you're a bobblehead. 
Yeah, but like, how many kids get get that same look, like where their parents are like, okay, we're gonna throw this kid in hockey. There's so many kids that enter hockey. You look at football. You have you guys you you guys have seen that that graphic of like how many people are play football in high school versus how many people make it to university. Yeah. Versus how many people make it to D1 in university versus yep. how many people play four years versus how many people make it to the NFL, how many people have more than three years, and how that number just shrinks. Yeah. Goes from like what a million to to four hundred. Yep. Right, and how that number just like shrinks immediately. There's guys that are that are putting in the hours, that are working super hard, and that just aren't good enough. Yeah. So what is what yeah, is that? It? It's it's a pool of the hardest workers, and it's like the perfect storm but of what's, everything. Like what separates like a guy like Sidney Crosby versus a guy like well like if I, Biz? If, if I knew, then I'd probably be a professional athlete. It's well, actually, like, I was just I've I've been writing down what you guys were saying just to like create a flow chart. Um, but lecture notes. No, I wasn't taking notes. I'm just trying to understand what you guys are saying. If if I circle back to what Keish was talking about with us versus let's say Rory McIlroy in golf, for example. Yeah. Um you said that Rory was has a better mental strength than us um or was stronger mentally um but I would argue that through a a very like discrete set of circumstances in his life have forced him to become um like more mentally strong in golf than us and that's separates us but that's not natural he wasn't born like that and i'll make an example so he started younger so he started learning that you have to think about golf in a different way than us um he had better resources so he could have learned uh from different golfers ever since he was young to learn and think differently about the game he had more support probably from his parents like we never played golf when we were young or at least i didn't um and now his livelihood and his finances are uh, basically completely dependent on him being mentally strong about golf or like the, 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 the mental game about golf. So these like these sets of circumstances have forged him on um, to be more mentally strong in golf when compared to us. But what, what's more important than comparing to him to us, because it's completely different set of circumstances. Let's compare Rory to tiger. Basically both are um, elite top, 0.1%, golfers, um, some of the best that we'll ever play. So it's probably yeah. better to compare them, right? Um, yeah. If let's say that they both started really young, let's both say that they had a lot of support from their families. Let's both say that they had better resources and they got all the resources they needed to be good at golf. And let's say that their finances and everything is the same. What separates the fact that Tiger is so much better than Rory if they are the exact same? And let's just say that they're exact same for this scenario. Well, some people say, well, Tiger's just more naturally talented. But yeah. I just don't believe that there's this thing called natural talented. Maybe maybe his Tiger's better because he has a better combination of practice and skill. Maybe it's biomechanical. Maybe it's, you know, his body swings the, the golf club differently, but it also could be neuronal. Like, what if he just thinks about the golf game differently and that results in him being better? Like, why is he, you know, have so many masters and majors compared to Rory? But what a, what but they're a both, more... both 0.001% golfers. I don't think it's just this thing we call natural talent. It's unquantifiable. I, I don't but that, think that, that, that comment you just made about Tiger Woods maybe having, like, a more bio biomechanically sound swing it, how is that not just natural born talent it's not natural like it, born, what I talent is unquantifiable like 
like the science behind it physical but, but that science it, like uh, you know there's there it's how the body there's works. also there's also a question here it, it, it's it's borderline a question of like uh, sorry an underlying theme in this question here that's like that's very understated is realistically do you believe in god because there is there is the side of it of like god given talent versus like you're scientifically genetically created like this but if you if if you believe that like let's let's for example you say that god blessed you with a with a beautiful golf swing right that is you like one uh, somebody that believes in god would tend to kind of more look at that as saying it's god-given talent versus somebody that is more like a science-based look would say no that's biomechanical that's not talent that's just your body so there's there that that is something that's kind of like underlying in this argument here however if you are just a better swinger of the golf club than somebody else what do you call that like it straight out of the womb two people they both hit 10 years old they raise the exact same they go to a driving range for the first time they swing the club and one of them hits a ball 150 yards straight in the air one of them tops at two feet what is the what is the difference well, we're not so, all clone troopers i'm i'm actually really glad you brought that up because i was gonna say like my final like my final answer oh, i'm not done with this this question is, is great. no 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 i'm just saying my final answer is i believe i do believe that there is like talent but i think it diminishes at a certain age i think when you hit a certain age it stops becoming talent and morphs to hard work because no, what you're talking about is potential. It's not talent. No, Talent's no, no, no. no, it is. It is not potential because, yes, when you watch bobbleheads play hockey, there's going to be some kids that are just genuinely better. And that was Ryan. But like, but that's yeah. my thing. There's just going to be kids that are genuinely better. It's not that they've been on the ice for four more years than the other kids yeah. because that's just not true. But when you start getting to that, like the rep ages and stuff, and like the or like the actual like 20s and stuff like that like it's going to be the kids that have been playing since they were little yep. and it's going to be the kids that actually put in the work that are the ones that are actually doing well no i actually 100 percent agree with you because talent like we said it earlier talent can only take you so far at some point you need to you need to be the hardest working player in the world to make it to the NHL, to make it to the NFL, make it to the MLB, NBA, whatever you want to do, you have to be you have to be one of the hardest working players in the world at your at your sport and at your craft. Talent can only get you so far, but there is people that are just born better. And I choose to believe that that is God-given talent and then it's what you do with your God-given talent. I think it's more just you, genetics and like But how this, is genetics not God-given talent? That's just like your like your parents' sperm and Well, g- genetics is genetics. DNA. That's just that's yeah, I think that's important. You can prove one, you can't prove the but other. But like that's your body being born to. one way is a blessing. Whether or not you believe in God, it's 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 just given to you. That's how you start. So Brady is just born a better swimmer than I was. I've I was never a great swimmer. Brady Brady came out of the womb. I'd say if we took swim lessons the exact same rate, he would have just been a better swimmer. You can look at you like you look at your siblings. My brother and I, we did we were do we did the exact same thing growing up. He we played soccer and we played hockey growing up, both of them. Sash, I hope you're listening to this because you're my brother and you love me and you support me. However, I'm going to sewer you here. Right out of the gates, I was better at both. 
But you guys are so different. You can't just say, but we did the same activity. But we we spent the like, same amount of time. It doesn't, when we first started, we spent the same amount of time. My brother actually spent more time in hockey than I did. We spent the same amount of time. Our parents spent the same amount of money on us for the first couple of years until they realized that, well, sorry, not until they realized, until I started making rep teams. We both went to the same amount of tryouts. I just made the teams. No offense, Ash. You're, you're a great hockey player. But I was making the teams. Okay? I, I, so I was, I was born genetically differently than my brother obviously we're not the same person like yeah. we're not we're not twins we're not even close to twins i was born genetically a different person and my body was just better at sports if you look at my brother and i body types it's not the same right he's bald i sorry oh. just just had to toss that in there um he he pulls off bald way better than any of us could just just putting 100 putting that out there 100 um uh maybe brady that being said brady can grow the beard that being said beard your brother's kind of I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, I, I'm convinced your brother could beat me up now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually, like, I'm I legitimately I he doesn't have the killer mentality. He's got I'm, the arms for it. No, now. but I'm saying like oh, the, in a, the in a cage match, I think I think I'd lose that. Yeah, there's, well, there's no hair to pull, so you, the guys you got, you the guys that. ripped. If, yeah, well, well, I don't want to say what, ripped, what, but like he's strong. His forearms and grip strength are he's strong. I, well, I, I'd talk about. Well, what I would say to that is, you say like you know you and 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 Sash. You, you were born with that God-given talent. That's what you call it, God-given talent. Yeah. But what I could call that, in other words, is a random combination of genes. It's chance and probability based on like when you 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 form as a human, like when your genes form. It's just a random combination of them that you know that happens. But is that is that talent? No, it's yeah, more it's likely just, it's, it's just, just chance a, and probability. So probability can be quantified. It's a so not to not to of numbers. That's not to like is. like. Uh, out your religious beliefs, the two of you, but I, it's it's again. I think this is coming down to like the science versus God thing. Because I would I would believe that the way you are born is a God driven, God given blessing. The way the way you are born, the way the the my my golf ability, my hockey skill, I believe that was given to me as an ability by God, not as much as what my parents did. Right. I so I would say the two more science leading people here, Brady and Ryan. You guys are choosing to say that it's talent is not a thing. Meanwhile, Aiden and I, that are the, the more uh, uh, God-driven people, we're saying that it's more talent side of things. So I think I think like aside from uh, well, that's like, not the debate itself. I, think, I I would say to that is you don't have to believe in God to believe in talent if you believe in it. No, what I agree. But that's just is, kind of the way the the debate fell out between the between the three of us. Yeah, right? I'm just saying. Like let's let's just let's let's make God ride the pine here for a sec. If we put him on the bench and we just say one, one camp is talent, one camp is chance. Well, then we have to compare talent and chance. And the only one that is quantifiable is chance, right? We can quantify probability. Um, but the, the closest we can get to quantifying what we call talent is basically saying he got that dog in him. And that's the closest yeah, that's, we're ever going to get. That's all it is. So like right, quantify more this likely? nerd. We need to move on. I'm just saying, what's more right. likely? It's it's just a chance. It's not you like can, I don't think talent's an actual. You can prove thing. one, you can't prove the other. That's all. It, that's Unless all we're saying talent but, is chance. And okay, so you. you can't but prove like, the dog in him. That's not well, a number. No, I know, but Zach Wilson not, would say otherwise, brother. We're not like when you when you phrase it like that. Like, is it quantifiable? Like, no, of course it's not. So it's like, I'm well, then is it real no talent? Because I can't. It's not real. I, why am I? Why would I say talent exists if it's not real? See now, like, now, now it's starting to get to, now. It's, okay, you know, it's getting but, into the, it's getting in, but it's getting into it. Anyways, yeah. this is something that it's I think we question. need to put a pin in. Ryan, it 
like it is a phenomenal question. I think it was a little too good of a question for it's an opener. But you know what? Shut up! It's twenty. You know what? Minutes. Honestly, Ryan, that was that, that was, was a super good question. I think. I apologize I know. because and I it's, know it's. I know we were having a great conversation, but we do have to move on to. Yeah, the actual... I know. I'm just saying it's so deep because I was thinking it about is. it, and I was like, "What happens to the people that bonk their brain and they wake up and they're pure piano pianists?" Yeah, like is that talent? Like, what happens then? Or and, more likely, it's just a rearranging of their neurons and their brain works differently, and they're good at but, you know picking up and the that's musical skills. Talent, talent could be a mental thing. Like it very well could be. So yeah, but yeah, so, so that's the but, thing, right? What is talent? Yeah. Then you have to, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. What yeah. is talent? We'll Doesn't have to, matter. Uh, we have to move on. Talent is Brady at a talent show. I am very talented. <laughs> okay, I, I was gonna say it earlier because I'm like I'm like I was gonna say because like like I can pick up. I'm not bragging. It's like I can do a sport. And I'm good at it. Yeah, like I've never golfed before, and you're like, oh, that was one of the nicest swings I've seen. Or natural. very, very fundamental is my fundamental. is my description. Is it... but it's like that's from nothing though. We um, call okay. Brady the big fundamental. Can, can I Mr. can Mr. I end this segment with a really really funny story about talent? Yeah. So at one point in my lifetime, okay, um, I watched the, I watched this movie called The Protector. Yeah, uh, it was feature. It was with my dad. It was like a, it's an it was like a kung fu movie. My dad used to love those movies. Okay, and in the movie. This guy walks on his hands, okay? And my dad just out of nowhere go like, I was like, that's so cool. I was like freaking out about it. And my dad's like, oh, I bet you you could do that, right? And so I tried it. And for a very brief amount of time, for like a good like two years, I could walk on my hands. Like I could take, oh. a, few, I could take a few steps and like walk my hands. It was like four or five steps, right? Okay. So flash forward to the summer. This is, this is also a really embarrassing story. I don't think I've ever told this story before in my life, okay? I'm at, I'm at a summer camp. And they decide to put on a talent show and everybody has to do something in the talent show. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not a very talented person. Like all I got is, um, is, uh, like I can walk on my hands. The person's like, Oh, do that. Right. These fuckers made me walk on my hands for three minutes straight. And I couldn't do it. I could take four steps on my hands and that was it. And they made me do this in front of 40 people. And what? it was three minutes of me just walking on my hands, but I would just take four steps on my hands and then fall over and then do it again for three minutes. Oh my god! And then I and then and that and that was that was it. That was my talent show, and they made me do this. And I still to the, my brother fucking killed it. He did a magic show when he was like ten years old and fucking killed it. Of course, um, nerd. Yeah, he had a little box that he stole a credit card with. Um. Anyways, that's my that's my funny little story about about talent. That was a good little interlude. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get started, um, I just want to have a moment of silence for um, our people over in Ligma. Taylor, wake up! <laughs> Hope you're doing okay. And All right, everybody. Fine. Welcome back to the Case of My Podcast. Uh, with us today, we got Aiden, Brady, Ryan, and myself, Keyshawn. Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, it's Beer 30 uh, here in this Case and Fun studio and in... in uh, in Nova Scotia, uh, Ryan, great intro. That's a great question. I really like it because I can I can definitely see both sides. I definitely not to rehash this. I definitely lean towards the more talent side, obviously, given my arguments. However, a fantastic question. One of the best openers we've had in a very long time. So uh, give yourself give yourself a give yourself a little pat on the back. Yeah, there, better buddy. than Nate. Yeah, I'll get yeah. yeah I'll get yeah. Can you get it on the mic, please? Just a little a little pat on the back. I can try. I just use oh, my okay. Fuck. Why'd you say that? You get that? Great job. That was good. No, that sounded great. Um, uh, Brady, what's, I, what's I, the, I, no, no, no. 
I have one rule in this basement for you. There's one rule in this basement for you. What is that rule? No peeing in the carpet? No, you're not allowed to throw things. Oh, so he's allowed to pee in the carpet. <laughs> honestly, honestly, before before you throw things, yes. Woo. You'd rather him piss in the carpet than throw things. A hundred percent. All right. I'll remember that. A hundred percent. You're going to walk down here one day, and Brady's going to be like, hey, man, can I just use your bathroom? Just go walk down to the sunny carpet. I well, will. he'd have to clean it up. Nope. You never said that. You, that's not against well, the rules. That's implied. That is the uh, implication. Did you? Did you? It's implied, implied that? it's implied that you're stupid. You're right. Wow. He, is being, he is being mean to you. That was that was a good one. Yeah. What's coming out? Must be me. proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to throw. You're not allowed to throw things down. It didn't here. hit you. It genuinely did. It hit your bottle. Which hit my nuts. Exactly. Perfect wow. location. No, no. Perfect, perfect. Because you know what? No. This this happened before, and that this happened for the purpose that we have this rule. I'm gonna shut my mouth. Sorry. A- ask your stupid, dumb questions. Aiden's scared of a little wubba ducky. Honestly, yes. <laughs> I wasn't scared of your hat, and that was a big mistake. <laughs> I can do damage with that duck. I don't give a fuck. Bars. Ooh, I was gonna say something. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Brady, I heard you have the uh the episode idea. We kind of cut into it, so it's, I think today's gonna be a little bit shorter of an episode because we have a fantasy football uh uh, uh special to film. Yeah, we're just uh filming the draft order reveal reveal. So uh, we got that after, and it's already midnight. Devin Stockford, this one's for you. Yeah, he's so, been texting me relentlessly. Has he? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Getting prepared. Yeah. Is he excited for the order? I think so. Okay. He doesn't know what we're doing, though. I told him it's a secret. Oh, nice. It's a plot twist. They're going to love it. Are you going to send it tonight? I think tomorrow morning's probably better. We got to make the group chat. I think tonight we'll send out the picture of the docs. Okay. Yep. Yeah, good idea. I'll add the people in. Uh, so we're in the spirit of fantasy. We're just going to have some gen- generic, non-revealing for strategies and opinions. Non-revealing is not Aiden's forte. He's just constantly revealing himself. So That's fine. Yeah. Exposing himself. Exposing himself to... Ooh. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, that... Okay, Sean. <laughs> just, just... In the kitchen. Just for the record, there is, a, there is not a... Uh, in the fridge, Aiden is a responsible human being. He does not. He just. He's. He does not expose himself in the kitchen that often. Uh, so I just got some random questions I just thought of because that's what I do at work. Um, I just kind of write, write them down on a piece of paper, make it look like I'm doing stuff. Um, really random, just all over the place, different players, different situations. That's crazy. Um, we're just going to take turns uh, doing sides. So, given that these quarterbacks. Both are starting this year. Um, who has the more upside as a starting quarterback this year? Oh and we'll God. we'll go through a fantasy lens, okay? As, for fantasy purposes only. This is not to be taken as a real life starter. It fantasy yeah. only. It you know it, it, they, it'll translate because it's the same it sport. Translates. But but fan from a fantasy perspective, look through a fan like who would you rather have yeah. on your team? Um, so, yeah, so let's just say the 49ers, I think they're going to do it anyways. But they already say, announced it. Yeah. Like, what? They already announced that Lance is their guy. Yeah. yeah. Or let's just say tomorrow Garoppolo's traded to, like, the Seahawks or Browns, right? Or No, they, they already said Lance is the number well, one. Well, okay, sure. I see what you mean. Like, well, let's say 100%. Gone. There's okay. no. There's okay. Okay. There's no competition. There's no, yep. oh, by week four if he's struggling. Like, yeah. Garoppolo's on a, a team. Lance's clear. 
Yeah. Uh, so Lance or Jalen Hurts because they're, they're similar. We haven't oh. seen much of Hurts. They have you haven't double... seen much of Lance. We've seen a lot of Hurts. Or like no, like less than a year is what I mean. Okay. Like we've seen nothing of Lance, but a bit of Hurts. Only a little bit of Hurts. Okay. Um, and you can so yeah. So we'll go for um. Let's go for Jalen Hurts this time. Okay. This time. Uh, the, for first yeah this time um this is you know aj brown comes in we've already seen what he can do a little bit Devonte smith was really good last year Devonta and he's smith, only gonna Jayden get better Rager. um he's got one more year of chemistry with hertz uh my thing with hertz is i think he's just gonna get the job done right like he he's not you look at him in like the way he was at Bama at college, right? Like Tua was the guy with the uh, with like the big arm and 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 like Tua was the big name, but Hertz was the guy that came in and won games, right? I really like Jalen Hurts in terms of just like pure positives. I like the situation he's in with the offense. I think Miles Sanders could have a good year this year. I think that offensive line is relatively solid. He's got good weapons with AJ Brown now coming over. You have uh, Devonte Smith. Uh, Jalen Rager is going to be a number three receiver, and I think as a three, he could be okay if he doesn't see a lot of targets. He's just got to manage his drops. Easier said than done, um, but I think he has the talent to do so. Dallas Goddard uh, too, and and then Dallas Goddard at tight end is a stud. That guy's yep. that guy's a nail. Yeah. So Hertz has a lot of things going for him, and he has not shown me anything bad. As a pro, he's not done anything bad. He hasn't done anything overly well. Like he hasn't been like like oh this guy's a top three fantasy quarterback now he's he's a twenty four year old right you look at a guy like Justin Herbert that guy's going to be a top three quarterback taken in fantasy drafts this year. Hertz hasn't shown me anything great, but I think he could get there. I really like Hertz's upside this year. I I think Hertz is the easy option in this. I think like, I I wasn't even talking about Lance yet. We're just talking about like the upside of Hertz. Yeah, just just Hertz and then just Lance. and then just Lance. So that way we don't give anything away about our draft strategies. We won't slander Lance. Argue okay. for Hertz right Just, now. Okay, so, well, this is yeah. It's not. This isn't. If they're specific like this, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. So no, like Lance slandered necessarily, but like I, I like, I do actually like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think anytime you get a dual threat quarterback in fantasy, it opens up possibilities, and inside of that offense, like. Yeah, they've only nest. Well, I mean, Jason Kelsey did just get knee surgery, so that kind of sucks. But I think he's he's supposed to be. No, there is he out. He's out for the season. I'm pretty sure. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I thought he was ready for. I thought he retired. No, he he wanted he did the exact opposite. He's like, I want to be an Eagle for like five more years. Um, I think he just underwent season-ending surgery. Hmm. I thought he retired. Nope. Um, no, it says Eagles coach Nick Sir- Sirianni hopes Jason Kelsey is back by week one. Oh. 11 hours ago. From, from ver- retirement. From oh. Verified around the NFL. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else yeah. then. Jason like, Peters? No, because Jason Peters it's, isn't it's on It's also elbow though. surgery. It's oh, like, it's no. Like, there. Okay, so there was an NFL offensive lineman that just got knee surgery and is done for the season. Well, but. Well, I thought it was Jason Kelsey, Ryan, but Ryan Jensen. Well, I know Mackay Becton, but anyway, sorry. Uh, honestly, I think, I think a big part of Jalen 
I think a big part of his success is going to be seeing how that backfield can do this year. Like, just get some of the heat off him. Because last year... Open up the option a bit. Yeah, like, I mean, last year that backfield was severely underwhelming. I mean, the best running back in that backfield, and he did well, was Kenny Gainwell. Yeah. Right? Like, Miles Sanders was so disappointing last season. He sucked, and then, like, Boston Scott and Gainwell just uh, stepped it up. And if also, if you go to the sleeper app, it also helps a lot if you want to, to cheat a little bit at home. True. Or you guys. You, um, can, you can see all their fantasy games yeah. in their life, uh, their stats, and who's on their team. Just Spoiler, for quick, by the way. Just for quick um, but I mean, references, all, if you want. Yeah, just, like, really quickly to end it off. I mean, ultimately, what Keish said is very true. Like, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith are both phenomenal young receivers and both very, sorry guys, both very talented. You can say that. Okay. And, like, I don't hate Jalen Rager. I don't think he's an amazing receiver, but as a number three option, you can't complain about that. Um, But, okay, yeah, so no comparisons. That's, That's all I've got. Yeah. I mean, almost 800 rushing yards last year. 10 touchdowns um, on top of his 16 touchdowns throwing. So that's pretty good. Almost 30 touchdowns for him, under 10 interceptions. I think that's pretty good. Mm. Uh, I agree with you guys. Ryan, do you have anything to add before we go to Trey Lance? Um, what else could you guys – like, what could I add? Um, I think I think uh, he'll be – like, I think people will be pleasantly surprised with how well uh, Jalen Hurts plays this year. Just, like, I mean, looking at his – targets especially with getting aj brown like aj brown's really good when healthy of course um and uh all else goes well and i mean if you just look at the the different like offensive schemes like one of them not like to compare them too early like i know we're supposed to wait for trey lance but like let's just like compare the offensive schemes one's going to be handing the ball off every play and one's going to throw more so like in terms of fantasy we all know who who we'd pick right no Um, I do see what you mean, Ryan. 100%. Yeah, I mean Trey Lance. Like the 49ers like run the ball every single play. But Trey Lance is do. also a very gifted runner. Naturally and they, and, gifted, and, and they and they lost our boy Mozart, who's on Miami now. They have Eli Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, Trey Sermon. I uh, got Tyron Davis, Debo, Ayuk, Ray Ray, Ray, Ray McLeod, and George Kittle. Uh, and Trey did do pretty well last year when he came in. He's almost at, he's at four and a half yards per carry for rushing and uh, had 600 passing yards with five touchdowns, two interceptions. Don't forget rookie running back, Tyrion Davis-Prince. I'm yes, just saying... they drafted another running back. Yeah. If you were to pick one to be the next... Because we're all waiting for that next Lamar Jackson MVP season as a as a quarterback, right? Um, because that's that's like fantasy gold is having that like fourteenth round quarterback win MVP. C- yeah, CMC, yep. but as a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I CMC think, was uh, always like a top pick. No, I meant like player wise. Yeah. Like he he does two things. He yeah. runs and passes. Mm. Um. Oh, sorry, my fault. So it's like, uh, and especially for a keeper slash dynasty standpoint, where you're invest- investing in the future. So. Yep. So Trey Lance, I don't know. Good. Let's just go to the next question. We already talked about Trey Lance. Uh, I like Trey Lance. I thought he was a very good quarterback in North Dakota State. This one's kind of open. Very so high on him with his gonna, weapons. I'm not going to do, do this one. It's a little bit open. 
Um, like your legs. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. No, it's okay. Caleb likes Brady's legs open. I guess so. Yeah. So, Kyle Pitts. He's all the rage. He's a receiving. He's like a receiver as a tight end, and he has a ton of value in that uh, manner. He had a thousand and twenty-six yards last year. But Aiden, how many touchdowns did he have last year? One. One touchdown, and it wasn't even One in the in country. A, I was just so it doesn't count. Not he so, had zero yeah, on American <laughs> zero soil. Zero on American dude, soil. Oh uh, yeah, just with the exchange rate, it ends up being like like less than one. You know, <laughs> less doesn't, than one. doesn't uh doesn't round well. Um, but yet he's you know he's generational. He's he's he, you know he's it's the new tight end that's just like no blocking. You're just in the slot kind yeah. of thing. Um, <clears throat> does Darren Waller block or is he just the same thing? Darren Waller Darren Waller's a bit of a blocker, but a bit. He's also the same thing as a receiver. It's just like Travis Kelsey, right? Not a, not a, Kelsey, Kelsey barely blocks. Yeah, true. He's not that good. Kittle is a true tight end. Yeah. Yes, I love him and Gronk. Like those are your just yeah, prototypical. Like, I think Gronk's a generation back. Uh, no, because he's the same age as Kelsey, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Never mind. I take it all back. Technically, yeah. Take every single thing he's, I said back today. It's just but like body they're, the, is... they're they're an extra O line, and then they're like a receiving fiend. Yeah. In red zone. <clears throat> okay, so is Kyle Pitts ready for stardom? Like, is he ready for that top five tight end status? Um, after having over a thousand years as thousand yards as rookie season, or is Atlanta's totally ass offense going to hold him back? And oh, I, it's 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 too risky just because Atlanta is just so bad, and he doesn't even have Matt Ryan anymore to bail him out. He's fucking Marcus Mariota. I have never seen, or I've never been more confused by a player's outlook on a season than I am with Kyle Pitts. That's what I'm saying. So, like okay, Brady let's, said, let's argue four first. So just so we don't he, get, I like I like I'll, I'll I'll put up I'll put up both sides here. Like Brady said, okay. generational talent. Right, like this guy, we know is unbelievable as a receiver. He's a freak. He's not being asked to block, so it doesn't his blocking ability as a tight end doesn't matter. He's listed as a tight end. You can say his positions whatever you want. He is a phenomenal like receiver, right? Wide receiver, tight end. He's a phenomenal receiver. Fantasy, we're talking fantasy, right? So fuck real he, life. We don't. He's give a got. Shit. He has got all the makings of a stud of a Travis Kelsey from two years ago, or a, um, who else was like just like a nail Mark Andrews tight end. last year. He like Mark Andrews one. last year, Travis Kelsey two years ago. He's got he's got the 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 num like the the just the he's got it. Yeah. Right. My biggest question mark is the talent surrounding him on that offense. Okay, because you no longer have Calvin Ridley to take to take off like some double coverages or what or, or whatnot. You no longer have Russell Gage. So your number one receiver comes in as a rookie. It's Drake London. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Drake London. Drake and London. It's like Brian Edwards and. Uh, do you know who Brian Edwards is? He came from Oakland the last couple of years. Zacchaeus, Demir Bird. Oh, Olamide Zacchaeus. Oh, who'd you? What'd you ask me? Brian oh. Edwards came from. Uh, he came from uh, Las Vegas. He was, he was a Raider. He was a Raider last year. He was not very good. Uh, no right? tight end depth, and then just Cordell Patterson and um, uh, Tyler Algier. Alligator. Him and Damian Williams. Yeah. So. I, I like I I don't hate Mariota. No. Um I honestly think in terms of red zone production, Mariota tended to look to tight ends a lot in Vegas. So I think I think that could be a benefit for Pitts. But it's just a matter of can they even get there? That's are well, they gonna yeah. get to the red zone so that way Pitts can get red zone targets. He's a field stretcher. At yep. Florida, he made long plays. And Atlanta last year. In Atlanta, he made long plays. Yeah. Right? But like is that 
a consistent thing. Like you look at uh, Saquon Barkley in college, he was a home run hitter, and I get that injuries kind of held him back, but he hasn't been able to do that. It's a different league. Yeah. It's a different level. You're not going to be able to hit home run plays as often as you do in college. Yeah, all this open space. Um, so you need to be a consistent offense. And I just, I just don't know if I have a faith in the supporting cast in Mariota or Ritter, whoever they go with, and that offensive line. I just don't know if there's enough to warrant Kyle Pitts and his ADP. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, personally, because like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say some personal stuff. Also, know. Atlanta's poverty. I don't care as much. Yes, they are. Not as much as the Saints, but they are poverty. Um, I would much rather avoid taking Pitts in the first whatever four rounds. Yeah, I guess it, I guess I can have his ADP here. His ADP second round in uh, Dynasty half PPR second round. Yeah, I mean he was the number six tight end last year, so it's not horrible. Um, yeah, but uh, I would much rather like wait mid draft and you get like a Dalton Schultz kind of guy because like Dallas, I mean, not that their offense is like the best in the league, but it's like they're gonna be doing longer drives. You're gonna be in the and just looking at red zone opportunities and he'll he'll get there. Yeah, or like Pat Fryermuth last year. I don't know about yep. this year. I'm not in on the Steelers, but last year he's another like, really confusing guy for me. I know. So it's like. He had a lot of – and Dawson Knox last year. They have O.J. Howard now, so, again, that's confusing. Yeah. But last year, Dawson Knox, he was a nail. Not just – not because he's better than Kyle Pitts. Yeah. But because the Bills are in the red zone every single drive. Yeah. Um, he just so, has more opportunities at it. Yeah. And yeah. now, like, Zach Ertz in Arizona or something like that. It's yeah. like – I am much, much more – like, okay, I know Kyle Pitts will have over 1,000 yards. Let's say he has five touchdowns this year because I think that's a bit of a fluke, one touchdown. Or like Kenny Galladay, I think he'll have over zero touchdowns this yeah. year. Or the Chiefs having zero wide receivers catch a touchdown in 2014. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. The, the NFL when, bot says that. When, when Dwayne Bowe was their number one receiver, zero touchdowns. They had all their touchdowns were caught by running backs and <laughs> tight ends. They weren't even a bad team. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty, like, mid Pack, right? Yeah, like they weren't. They, that wasn't the two and fourteen year, was it? Was like before, when they got Eric Fisher before Eric. I mean, no, Alex that was Smith. Al, Eric Fisher yeah. was twenty twelve. No, that that might have been the beginning of Smith, middle of Smith. where was where did Alex Smith get drafted to? Oh, San Francisco. So no, that was yeah. that might have been that might have been just before Alex Smith. Who was your quarterback? I don't know. I'll take a look. I don't care. Aiden, you have anything to add or Ryan, Kyle Pitts? No. Ryan, you want to go ahead? You guys have said it all. <laughs> Okay, we're going to start with Ryan next time. We keep yeah. fucking stealing Yeah, him. my fault. Um, Ryan. It's all good. Yes. I want you to make. And it's an easy one, but I want you, let, let's see which let's see which of your sides is more convincing. I want you okay. to uh, the question to CMC or not to CMC. Um what is the the, the highest like if you if you, <laughs> that is despicable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, love, I, love I don't even know the Ryan question. Got this question. Uh, make the case to a either draft CM or like have make CMC you know the debate for one or two. Obviously, I think Jonathan Taylor's number one. I think that's pretty consensible. But um, a lot of people still like they just that's not a word, but whatever. (laughs) Um, they uh, a lot of people will just be like, who has the highest upside in the league? Name the player with the highest upside. It's CMC. No one can ever do what he does, and. Yeah, he has a couple lingering in- injuries. So is every player in the fucking world. Um, so it's kind of like cancels out a little bit. This is oddly aggressive. <laughs> but uh, Ryan, what's give, the question here? Give me, give me your breakdown 
for CMC going number two, let's say, or just okay. avoid CMC at all costs. Like give give both, and we'll we'll okay. see which one's more. Try to try to forget about you owning him last season. Yeah, just yeah. Num- number two. Like let's say team... Jonathan Taylor goes goes number one. Like okay, okay. Well, and just goes... let's just say that happens, right? Jonathan Taylor okay. going number one. I feel like is it's pretty soft. That's a lock. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Derek Henry is an option too, but yeah. Okay. Let's just say he went first. If I'm making the case that CMC is, is number two, um, is a pure number two. I think that's an easy case to make. I mean, you take away injuries and he's pound for pound, the best, uh, fantasy player maybe ever. Um, like the production he has when he's actually on the field is, is incredible. I mean, the one game I had of last year, he had like stupid points. Um, Probably 40. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Like, I mean, he catches as many balls as a receiver and he runs as many times as like, as probably more than the average running back, if I had to guess. Yes. Um, he's literally the workhorse, the entirety of that Carolina offense when he's playing. Um, uh, let's put aside DJ Moore for a sec, because I actually really like him. Um, but he he catches probably more balls than DJ Moore on like when healthy on average. Um, so it's really easy to make a case for number two. Um, the literally the only mitigating factor or like like would be uh, his injuries. Um, making the case for his for not taking him is obviously super easy for me because I've got burnt like the last two to the three years or something. But like um, if you want to stay away from uh, CMC, I would not be surprised at all. Obviously, there's Jonathan Taylor, but there's more reliable um, running back options as well, like Derrick Henry. Um, he always gets a tons, tons and tons of he's, yards, he's and you know off, he's going to get he's, touches. He's coming off an injury too, though. You know he's he, going to get touches, though. He will always get touches, for sure, 100% yeah, but, of the time. But like, if people want to make the injuries, like, oh, I'm scared of CMC. He, uh, he only played seven games last year. Henry missed half the season. He did come back for the playoff game, but he, was, he wasn't himself. So he missed half the season. Delvin Cook, he's another one. He's I think he's played max thirteen or fourteen games every single year. So it's not it's more, but he's always missing games. Uh and then you look at I think Joe Mixon's a myth. Remember we debunked. Yeah, that? Joe Mixon's Joe Mixon was not true. <laughs> he's played so much. He's played he's a played lot. so much football. Uh, Too and much. then I guess Kamara, that's like the whole suspension thing's looming. It's leaning towards not being suspended. Yeah, he beat the shit out of somebody. Like, how is that not a game? I heard it's his his trial is in September. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so so he's a question mark. So you have all these people kind of question marks. So it's like I think they all just cancel each other out and it's like, okay, let's just pick we just, we just gotta take a chance on somebody. I think that's where it's like I don't get why people are so scared of CMC. It's not who you want, it's who you don't want. <clears throat> what is again? What does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Well, it's like it's like who has the biggest what if? Essentially, like you know what well, I mean. What would like, you, who would you say then? I think that's your question. I I don't know. I I couldn't tell you because I guess it just depends on what you value the most. Like, do you do you think that a the looming suspension would like a looming suspension of a player missing anywhere from four to six weeks, and that's like that's probably the most severe that he'll get. Talking about Camara, of course. Yes, yeah. Or the potential for a season ending the potential for a season ending injury in week like in week six or something. So that's but it's it's tough to base it on like 
oh, they might get a season ending injury. And but yes, that's what CMC I'm like. Might be more prone to it, a bit, but like he looks hella fucking good in training camp. Let me tell but, you that. But that's he's, what he's I'm tell you too. He looks real. Good. No, no, no. I know. Like, and same I, with Michael Thomas. Like they all look. No, and I'm not, I'm not like for the record, I'm not disagreeing no, no, with no, I'm you. Telling I'm telling you, it's I'm telling oh, you, it's okay. hard. It's a hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it just purely depends. Like a guy like Ryan, like I'm just saying, based off like he'll have a who bias. has the experience with drafting CMC might be like, yeah, I know how much this sucks. I'm not doing this song and dance, so I would rather draft Camara, who may be out four to six weeks and like may not be as good as CMC. But at least I'll have that peace of mind that it's like, so I guess it comes down to the like that risk factor. But yeah, and then you get you're at that point where it's like, okay, I might take maybe not the most elite tier one running back ever, but like you can do someone safe like uh like Austin Eckler, you know what I mean? Who's just like who was like a, a the second running back last year? I think the second ranked running back. Derrick Henry. Last year? Yeah, because he oh, missed man. a bunch of games and still finished as a top two, right? Yeah, it was Jonathan Taylor is the number one. No, Derek. Taylor was number one. How would Eckler be? Derrick Henry was number two. Or was Henry three no, and Eckler was second? Oh. Henry didn't play games, so he cannot be. Yeah, True. but that's the thing. Henry was so far ahead that he ended up being still a top five running back, even though he missed six weeks. Oh, I mean, yeah, just pure total fantasy points. Eckler playing 17. I don't think Eckler played every single game. Yeah, 16 points. I mean, 16 games. There's 17. Oh, yeah, he missed one game. <laughs> I'm just saying Henry played, let's see. That was so loud. Henry played eight games, and Eckler had double the points. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying um, it's like, oh, yeah, I have, I have, I can take CMC. I'm at the number two, three spot. CMC's there. Uh, but it's like I think it's much better just to pick someone who I know is is good to go. He's gonna play, you know, fifteen over fifteen games, and uh, is on a good offense. So I think Ryan, you nailed the head. Keish, are you still all aboard CMC? Or I not? gotta be. I gotta be. I am too. I'll there's, say there's, it. there's, I'll there's, say it. there's no I'll way as a Panthers it. fan I can't not be right. Like, like you, you gotta have, you gotta be positive going Everyone into the season. Has I'm really liking, I'm really liking what, what, what I'm seeing from him out of camp. Apparently, his approach this year has been a lot more different. It's been a lot more uh, focusing on his body and his health as opposed to his production. His production's gonna come. You just gotta, you know, couple years. We'll see. I think. The, the, you know, he gets another one this year, like another season and in, injury this year. That might be the last CMC football we ever see, right? But until that moment, until he's like, "Yeah, I'm done," and the Panthers give up on him and he gives up on himself, I'm all aboard the CMC train. Gotta ride it out. Um, not gonna give up my draft strategy about where I take him, but I, I still, I'm still firmly in the in the CMC camp. Got to be. Me too. I'll take him high. Um. Also, Alex Smith was the quarterback. It was 2014. Oh. Um. Wow. And. It. Five touchdown passes, so 18 total touchdown passes, five of them to Kelsey, uh, five of them to Jamal Charles, and I think three of them were to Anthony Fasano. Oh. And oh. Niall Davis caught one. That's such a weird other. thing. Yeah. yeah. So weird. It's yeah. Uh, Dwayne Bowe had one and then fumbled it on the goal line. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. So they had one. Yeah, 385 days of no touchdown passes That's from one. That's so weird. And then, and then you get Tyreek Hill. And you have Tyreek Hill at seven in a game. Speaking of Tyreek Hill, which wide receiver no. is the safest pick with a new quarterback? I have three options. We can argue for each, and then we'll have one more question, and we'll be done. Is that okay? Yep. We're at an Rapid hour. Rapid fire. Uh, so we have 
Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, or Tyreek Hill. So who is the safest, like, this easy transition? They're going to keep being themselves. Quarterback play, offense, offensive line, good defense, good coach. Who do you think, all the factors, who is the safest? Sorry. Not seeing them play. Who's the guy that's not Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill? A.J. Brown. I'm saying it. I'm saying it's Devontae Adams is the safest. You know he's the best receiver talent wise, and I understand he was playing with a great quarterback. His quarterback situation is the smallest question mark out of the three of them. Derek Carr is a solid downfield pusher. He can get the ball where it needs to be. He's finally got a playmaker. Devontae Adams would be my favorite out of those three. I guess Ryan would agree, so we'll go to Aiden. Well, I don't know. Ryan, would you agree? All right. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> back to you in the studio, Aiden. Um, your mic's off, Ryan. If that, if you're still there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> sorry. I gave it. I gave an entire explanation. I was saying oh. Devonte. Devonte is, uh, I think, the best receiver out of all of them baseline, and I also think that Derek Carr is probably the safest bet out of the quarterbacks mentioned. So, um, so I think that's probably the easiest choice. If and I they have previously established chemistry. I think. It's, it's true, hard yeah. not to root for the future MVP and his new receiver, Devontae Adams. He did say that. What about Hunter Renfro? <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy I, going from I Hall think... of Famer to Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Darren Waller, too. No, you know what? So, in all, in all seriousness, I like you have to agree, right? Like, um, There's no. there's no mm-hmm. other way to say it besides, more, like... Tomorrow. Out of out of those three quarterbacks, Derek Carr is probably the best out of those three. Obviously, yeah. I would I would say that can't really be argued. Yeah, and then you're also taking the best receiver out of those three, which yeah, and you're putting Devonte and Tyreek is their top five guys, and AJ Brown's not top five, no, so he's out of there. Um, and then you compare, you're taking Devonte over Tyreek. You're, you're putting you're putting two like best buddies together, yeah. and they're both. Like, they're both good. You're putting them together on a team that is, like, they have a pretty good offense. They got they got some solid pieces. They they, they have, like, a pretty solid O-line. They got what, multiple weapons. Derek Carr, he was an MVP candidate at one point before he fractured his tibia. He's got so the dog. He, he, might, he might have the dog in him. He does. I Well, he's a phenomenal leader, and that's just, there's something to be said for that's that. That's what I mean. He's just sometimes not good at the game yep. itself. Which matters, Devon, but like it, it never hurts to have weapons, and I think, like fantasy aside, I know we are talking about fantasy, but fantasy aside, which I guess this will translate to it, they're gonna have a successful season together. Yeah, I genuinely believe that. So that would be my answer. And then would you put Hill second then, or is Tua more of a? Yeah, I'm mark? putting Hill second. I'm putting Hill second. I I would. I think too. because Jalen Waddle is important. Bring defense. it all back. The combined talent between. Hill and Tua is, I think, more than A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. Even I, though Miami has way more weapons, I would say. Which I, I, I think I, that helps. I think that I think that'll help them. Oh, yeah, true. So there's not too many mouths to feed. There's not like, because they have like No, four, there's also a lot of mouths to feed in the Philly four, offense between Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders. There is a lot of mouths to feed there, but too. But I think that is way lower than Jalen Waddle. Mike Kosecki. Mike Kosecki. I'm just saying, with when you have two burners like Waddle and Hill... Yeah, it's. I don't know how many people, how many teams have the facilities to keep up. That's what I'm like. You don't. The Patriots don't. Like Tua doesn't have to be the most accurate Carolina quarterback does. in the world when he can throw 
slants all day and his two like two of the fastest guys are gonna do what they can like Jalen Waddle's gonna show that he is gonna like I genuinely believe that their talent in the rack part of the game this year is gonna be unbelievable they're not gonna have Tua throwing downfield a lot he's he's they're gonna go with a Tom Brady style offense where he's just like and I know I know you don't like this but like just based off like the true statistics from when I'll, Tom, I'll give, I'll give you the true statistics. But he's like, not, he's keep number it, one in deep throws. Now, well, now, no, and I oh, agree. You mean like ten? Years I mean ago. like, yeah. I mean, give like the Patriot behind the and, scrimmage. But, but like for the record, I'm not, I'm not like taking anything away from that. It worked. They won Super Bowls. Yeah, Randy Moss was a very like short behind the scrimmage good receiver. Yeah, that was. That was <laughs> How long did he play with the Patriots? <laughs> Two years and didn't win a Super Bowl. Eight. But eighteen and no is pretty good. But I'm just Locking I'm just saying off. I'm no. just saying uh I like I like their new head coach, Mike McDaniels. McDaniels. I like him a lot. Practicing with Tom Brady right now. Awkward because they tried to poach him. Not Mike McDaniels, though he was with San Fran, but they said it was wasn't awkward practicing with him. Hey, get over yourself. All right. Anyways. I love him. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna be the best rack team in the league. See, I, I kind of figured that they were gonna be kind of more like an EY Manning, fuck it Odell out there somewhere type vibe where Tua can I'm not kidding. How 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 wide across is the football field? Like thirty yards? That doesn't make sense. No. Fifty no. yards across? No. What? No, not fifty. Thirty. Thirty? Are you sure? Is that not what I just said? Thirty thirty? No, but you said fifty. Seems yeah, no, I you said, said thirty. I said thirty said first, 30. and then I was like, that seems thirty weird. seems small. I don't know. Regardless, someone look it up. Regardless, I am now. Don't you? Tua can Tua can throw it. He's got two absolute speed demons on either side of the field. He can just throw it up in the middle, and first one there gets it. Whoever gets it gets it. Yeah. Right. Like he's got he's got two guys that can get themselves open and create space. He just has to put the ball into open space. Yep. Right. So th- there's there is a multifaceted offense that can be there. And then if he throws it short, Kasiki's underneath. It's perfect. It's a good storm. Yeah, I, so I think it could regards- be, it could be a complete slant line of scr- behind the line of scrimmage rack offense, or it could just be throw the ball of Tyreek out there somewhere, Jalen Wall out there somewhere, Gesicki's somewhere in it, safety. It just does depend how much they trust Tua, right? Yeah. That's that's purely what it's I based trust off him. of. I don't. Um, last question. It's fifty three yards wide. Is it worth drafting oh. anyone in the Broncos' offense? It's a little. I think it's a question mark. They have a lot of weapons in Russell Wilson. They got two, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Um, I think there's a lot of question marks. I am so iffy on them. Let's go uh, against them first. Uh, and let's say drafting them like within the first half of the draft, like good good draft picks, like on you know like a good draft pick on Jerry Judy. I think Javante Williams is obviously an easier pick, so we won't talk about him as much. Um, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. I just say Judy, Judy, Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, KJ Hamler. You got Albert O as the uh, is Tim Patrick. Still there? Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick got hurt. He's yeah. Hurt. He oh he did. He yeah, got hurt he, very he's, early. He's done like, for the year. I think he's again. Done yeah, for a long time. I remember that. But like yeah, as terms of their as, as far as like their big guys go, and then like Melvin Gordon, Russell Melvin Wilson. Gordon, and Javante Williams. Uh, in all honesty. I think I think there's two guys that I would probably target here. One of them, Russell Wilson, when you got a bunch of weapons like that, it's got to be good for a quarterback. Uh, it can't be can't be too bad to take a flyer on Russ pretty late. Let's ride, Broncos Nation. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. That's the worst fucking video I've ever seen in my entire it's life. So by the way. funny. 
he like he he's like Broncos country. That's right. That's it, right. I just wanted to die. I wanted to and die. Well, they kept making him doing it again. Yeah, yeah. The, again, one more time. Let's yeah. ride. Oh, he says the whole thing. Doesn't yeah, Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. One, one more. One, one more time. Broncos country. Let's ride. He, he like I don't know how he said every single word yeah. differently every single time. He's and, good. Yeah, it, well, they, I think I think like the production team told them to say it a bunch of different ways, and they were going to choose the best. But then someone oh, yeah. like just sonked them. Yeah. It was just hilarious. <laughs> it was yeah. never supposed to see the light of day. Did you see? <laughs> did you see all his teammates like making fun of the video? Oh, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy I would take is Melvin Gordon. He's going to be a really late round pick. If Javante Williams gets hurt, Melvin Gordon's going to be the number one running back, right? Even so, even if he I, doesn't get hurt, he did. But it's no, one hundred percent. Like, but like J- Javante Williams is going to be like, like Nick Chubb's value is so low purely because Kareem Hunt eats a ton of carries, right? Mm-hmm. He eats a ton of carries and a bunch of in a bunch of like the the PPR stats. Is Javante the starter though? Yes. I don't know. It, I it, I thought Melvin no, was like I think, the starter. I think Javante's and Javante. still. The, I think Javante's going to be the starter, but it's just it's just the <clears> fact that it's close makes me shy away from the number one and go towards the number two because yeah. you're going to invest less than the number two, but you like in terms of like your draft pick on him. Yeah. But like if an injury happens or or a bad play style happens, uh, and they transition over to the second guy, you look like a genius. So I'm I'm saying, Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon are the guys I target. The, uh, but then also Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton aren't bad. No, Javante was running back seventeen and Melvin was twenty two, so very similar. So they were right there. Uh, let's look at the game. So, but that's what I'm saying. Match. They're like a they're a budget. They're Ochub Chubb and uh, Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you can you can go next here. By the way. Um, sorry. Yeah, can you just re- relay the first part of the question? Uh, Jason. Ooh, basically, just looking at the the offense of Denver. Do you trust this offense? Do you think they're gonna gel, or is it gonna be a dumpster fire? Um, no, I don't think it'll be a dumpster fire. I think I actually think it'll be better than people. Exp- I mean, they're in an extremely tough d- division as it is, so I don't think they're gonna be like. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, but I think that they're gonna be better than people expect them to be because I think um, Russell being a vet is more valuable um, or extremely valuable in this case, because he'll, he'll just have the receivers doing them, doing what he wants them to do. Um, not anything special. Um, obviously Judy's like really good, um, but he's going to put the ball, like he's the best. Uh, I mean, whatever you want to call it, like drop in the bucket, rain ball, th- like passer, like the one, the, the moon balls that he just like throws right up and it drops right in their basket. Like, I think he's the best yeah. in the world at doing that. Yeah. Um, So I, I think as long as they can catch the ball and they don't drop it, I think they'll actually be good. And I actually think I like Noah Fant, right? That's the tight end. He's pretty he's good. He's on Seattle. Um, he's on Seattle. He got, he got sent. Oh, was he part trade. of the trade? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's tough. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought the exact same thing, Ryan. I, I was going to say, I was going to so say, like, they have a pretty, they have a pretty good young defense or offense, like in terms of weapons. Um, I mean, Judy's still really good, of course, but um, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be competitive in the based on their division because they have to play everybody twice, and that's like a murderer's mm-hmm. row, especially that's with also, like Oakland getting Devonte and a couple other guys yeah. and, and their defense. Like um, that means I, I just think a, uh, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, since they're all good teams, that's mean that means there's going to be a lot more passing. I think so. You got to like kind of factor in a lot of stuff. So it's like, okay, well, you know, there is a lot of mouths to feed. Great little committee for the running backs there but you know you're facing the chargers the chiefs oakland um that means they're gonna be scoring a lot which means you're gonna be back you're gonna be losing which means you have to throw so 
Yeah. I think uh, we can factor that in. Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh, I have no idea. So, Aiden, did you say anything? Or no? After no, I'll, just, I'll just, I'll really quickly, I like Judy a lot. I know I, we're supposed to be saying negatives. I think I like Judy like, a lot. We're wrapping up now, so you can say both. But yeah, we're, uh, I think the Russell to Judy, I can see that being a, a monster year. I'm not gonna bet the house on it. No, I I, I I wouldn't either. But it's I think out of anyone in that offense, I'm not shying away from that backfield necessarily. But I'm saying if I had to pick one person from that offense that I would bet my house on, like I'm saying, like gun to head. Oh, if you had, to, it's yeah. Judy. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think this, and this isn't me giving away my strategy. This no. is just me, like genuinely. You like, can say whatever you want. Well, but I'm I'm just saying I'm a big fan of jerry judy like i think he's a phenomenal like i think he's a very talented receiver but now that he has a good quarterback i think this is like a potential breakout year for him so yeah me too that obviously means that he will do pretty badly but yeah you um, put the curse on him i know yeah sorry jerry if you're listening plus if Cortland can even stay healthy and it's like down to jerry yeah well that's that's a scary thought i mean hamler i like alberto um, and you still got your, and I think both, Mizume, both maybe. backs receive, I think, right? Uh, uh, honestly, I, Melvin Gordon. Yes. I don't know about, I don't, I don't know about Javante Williams. Melvin, I, uh, he had 28 receptions to 158 the year before. So not really much, uh, Javante Williams. To be fair go. though, that offense couldn't throw anything. He had 43 receptions for 316 oh, yards. Wow, never touchdowns. mind. Okay. So, like, more than average, but, like, but, but so but between the two, they had 500 receiving yards. Yep. So, whatever that means. Uh, But it's not like Russ is, like, dipping Duncan, because I think he likes his, he likes pushing it down the field, I like. Well, it'll just be interesting to see how they formulate that game plan yep. and actually put it into play now that they have a quarterback that can launch it a little bit. I mean, yep. he's gotten older, but I think they will be whatever. Yep. So yeah, lots more to talk about, but that's all the time we have. Thanks to a fantastic opener. I love the discussion. Uh, lots, Honestly, lots, it was, lots, it was a great opener. Lots to talk. A great about. episode. Fantasy, Part two next week. Fantasy's fucked up. I can definitely make more questions, but you can just keep talking and talking and talking. But we do have the preseason starting and, and all that, so we can actually start talking about real football if we want to do that. Um, Deshaun Watson, he's starting this weekend. You <laughs> so, better not. Yeah, so we'll see how he... Do they have to make a decision on that before the game, then? No. They will. They'll I make a decision pre- on it before... They, no, even if you spend, you're allowed to play in preseason. Preseason's different. Oh, but, really? Yeah, but like, you just you just can't play regular season. So, I'm, so the, but like... Goodell said he wants him suspended a year, so I'm assuming that's going to happen. I think... I think it will. I think he's technically... Although they're appealing their suspension, he still has to serve out his original suspension. Yeah. Which was right. how many games? Six. Six. So... Oh yeah, he no. Still has that to six serve. games was decided on by like a court that had nothing to do. Like this was like yeah. this was outside of NFL. Oh, I think that, but, but that's the ruling that it they... was like. It was like the, that's like the recommendation, and then Goodell can override that. I think that so, might be the minimum. That might be the floor. You, I don't he has think, to be I don't the think Goodell six. can veto it. He's just saying, "I want this," yeah. and then we're gonna we're appealing it through our process. Oh, okay, where another judge does yep. it, but it's like within the NFL. I don't know. Um. We'll see if anyone drafts Deshaun Watson then, because 
That is interesting. I'm, I will not be. I will not be because I, I care about women. A little fun fact for you. Yeah. Well, we have to avoid a lot of NFL players then. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be taking Ray Rice. No Camara for you. Did Camara hit a woman? No. I thought, I thought it was oh, no, a guy in the guy. club. Yeah. It was, it was a guy. Yeah, he it was a guy. It was like a oh, they okay. group jumped him. No Kareem like Hunt was, for you. It, so that's the oh, other that's the other mitigating factor for Kamara. Just sorry, we I know go. we're trying to wrap up here. It's a guy, not a it girl. Was, here we go. No, it was a group. So Kamara was a part of a group that jumped a guy. Yeah. So there are ways that he might be able to finagle that a little bit. Yeah. But. Tom gets four for being proven innocent. That's all I'm saying. Avatar Doc is saying I'll trap it. Everybody up. knows yeah. that's a a bunk like penalty. Ridley gets a year. Nobody for likes nobody. Win. Yeah, nobody likes what the situation is around Deshaun Watson right now. Everybody thinks it should be more, except for the people who, whoever those people were that decided it was six games. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Very so much agreed. Thanks for joining us, uh, Ryan. You, or who hasn't done the intro in a while? Intro. Outro. The Outro. intro. No, throw Ryan, it. We're, no, we're going back to our roots. Okay, we changed I, things I, I up. Can do roots. I can do roots. All right, Ryan, have a city ready, because Brady, you want to hit us with the outro? May your puns be high and down inside of the 10. It's almost NFL season, baby. Good night, boys and girls. Let's go, Tigers. Yeah, and stay classy, uh, Victoria. Oh, who's Victoria? Lynn's going to be pissed. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>